0: And there are many things that I would like to say to you. Hey, everybody. Um, I wanted to just connect a little bit, talk about some fun stuff, you know. Uh, something I wanted to talk about for a really long time, actually, but again, uh one of those things where it doesn't really fit anywhere uh particular so i'll put it here and it's not so much a story as it is um well it's just something i like and actually that interestingly enough i found out that my wife really likes too and this is one of the big things that we connected with early on actually uh our relationship was The T- (coughs) Sorry, yeah The TV show Dark Angel With Jessica Alba And, oh yeah Michael Weatherly I I believe this was James Cameron's Dark Angel Also, so Oh, this was a gem This was the good stuff It was back in like 2000, I think Um, Around then Yeah, it was about before I graduated yeah so uh in this show <laughs> let me take you back to the world of james cameron's dark angel if you have not been privileged enough to experience it by the way this is going to take uh, contain massive spoilers uh but you're not going to watch it anyway so this will be just fine anyway uh yeah so in james cameron's dark angel there was a normal 1999ish 2000s society and then there was the pulse the electromagnetic pulse that just washed over everything and fried everyone's shit so there is global economic crisis you can imagine and it's pretty much a post apocalyptic rebuild around the infrastructure that no longer works they got to you know s- ground up everything and the uh, government is now pretty damn fascist if you ask me there is checkpoints everywhere everything is super militarized uh it's a police state and everyone inside these uh, corridors and you know different little sections of the city that are sectioned off through checkpoints uh, are pretty much in like a dystopian slum type situation. There's nice parts to the city for sure, for the people that uh, have those wealth status and whatnot. But most of the time, this show is focused around uh, the slums and the, uh, the grimy streets, you know, of the, uh, yeah, the new world there. So, uh, also in this world, in this super secret military that now controls, you know, fucking everything, they had a program, oh yes. A program to make it to where their soldiers could be even better soldiers possibly great soldiers dare I say super soldiers so they have yeah it's one of those shows they have a genetic soldier enhancement program or something to that effect and they make these uh, soldiers by manipulating fetuses in the womb with I'm trying to ma- this is all off memory. I want you to know that I am doing this on purpose. I didn't want to look up a damn thing because it's gonna ruin the telling if I look up facts and try to get everything right. <laughs> so I'm just gonna like I'm gonna wing this because I've watched it enough times. I really fucking have. This should be doable and you know, I'm, I'm trusting my gut on this one because I just went so it's clear <laughs> anyway so yeah so they got that genetic enhancement program and that's how they started off they get these women that volunteer or something like that and uh, yeah, their fetuses were worked on with the program and then they give up the baby to the military for you know a bunch of money because it's the post-apocalyptic future. And sell your baby to the military. <laughs> all right. So that's what happened. And yeah, and then they raise these genetically enhanced kids inside the military facility, and they all uh, they all got these numbers instead of uh, instead of names. But you know, from hearing the guards talk. And everything else and the other people in the facility on their off time when they're all eavesdropping because all these kids live together. They're like a uh, in a pod, you know, a uh, basic training unit. Pretty much. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. And uh, they figure out like what regular people names are and shit. And they give each other them so they can talk to each other uh, like how regular people do when no one's looking, and eventually, some of them get the idea that they need to get the fuck out of there, am I right, <laughs> I mean, like, this is where this eventually, it's always, that's where all these shows go, right, but I like it, it's not like I'm, compl- yeah, she needs to get the fuck out of there, all of them, so why not, one of them, uh, decides to make a break for it, a couple of them agree, a couple of them don't, you know. They got there's a bunch of them. There's actually, uh, I I don't believe they ever go into how many of them there are. And these are called the X5s. <laughs> uh, they're, this series. So how many X5s are there in total? Was actually I, I never fucking explained. <laughs> Yeah, so X fives are now escaped, and at this point they are like uh, about thirteen. So they dig in. They use all of their survival, you know, infiltration training, you know, you, as you would come to expect to receive in a super soldier program. I mean, it wouldn't be much of a super soldier program. If they just throw you some fucking like, I don't know, Krav Maga and Rosetta Stone and say, good luck. Yeah, yeah, you got all the crazy shit, so they can, you know, sneak in and survive pretty good. And now, it's present day. And Max, Jessica Alba's character, is full-on Jessica Alba, 2000s version. And she works at Jam Pony. (laughs) And Jam Pony is a bike service. They know a bike delivery service. That means uh, you have a package, you give it to Jam Pony, they take it on a bike, and they deliver it across the city because cars super hard to come by now. They've got, you know, cars, but it's a lot of people are fucking poor. Oh, yeah. Because like I said before, we're in the slums, and the best way you're going to be able to get mail somewhere fast is by a bike, and by somebody who's good at riding them, like the people at Jampony, they're all these, like, BMX biker trick rider people that, you know, listen to this, like, electro-progressive, like, you know, 2000s uh, hip-hop kind of stuff, and Uh, you know in the back alley they have like a half pipe where they all do their BMX I'm I'm not making this up they've they've had this as a part of the fucking show a couple of times to show that these are you know the and the vibe of this shot was oh yeah they're dirt poor and they're in the slums but man can these motherfuckers get down (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they do a good job of that <laughs> so yeah i uh, have that there and she's totally one of them and they have this manager named normal and normal let me describe this character because it's absolutely fucking brilliant normal has to be like 38 or something like that maybe younger no i think he's actually like 30 but he, uh, he comes off as much older because he's the only responsible one there. I've only noticed this recently. <laughs> like the last couple times I've watched this series, it's become more and more prevalent that these motherfuckers that work at Jam Pony, yes, they're very good bike riders. Yes, they're very fucking cool. And yes, they have an excellent disposition For being trapped in a poverty situation in a post-apocalyptic dystopian society ruled in a police state. However, they don't seem to give a fuck that packages need to go out the goddamn door. They ain't gonna deliver themselves, people. Bip bip, bip-bip. Damn. (laughs) I mean they don't give a fuck about nothing in that place. He's always yelling at these people to get the packages out the goddamn door, do their fucking jobs. And you know what I noticed in every scene? They always brush him off. They don't do shit. And they continue their conversations. And the general vibe of the audience, I believe, especially for me. Because, you know, I was a teenager at the time. Watched this shit. I'm like, yeah, normal. Jesus, can you give us five minutes? Fuck off. It's a little bit of a scene here. Now I'm like, you have a job. (laughs) Do you know... How fucking good you have it in this goddamn situation you have a job that is in demand There are so many packages that need to get out this door listen to what the dialogue if you ever watch this fucking show that's all normal talking about is there is this place has a booming business schedule if these motherfuckers worked half as hard as they yacked at the goddamn water cooler this place could be a fucking money factory. Their problems would be goddamn solved. But no. No. They wanted to just just fuck off. Just... Whatever. I get it, man. I get it normal. Now I understand. (laughs) But I digress. So, Max is, you know, with the rest of these chuckle fucks at Jam Pony. I'm trying to... (laughs) Get over on the time clock. Uh, and eventually, one thing comes to another. Um, she has to use her powers or some fucking nonsense. And I'll tell you why. Oh, yeah, cause she's normally very good about not using her powers or because she I think she has like super senses. And you know basic super soldier shit that normal people wouldn't be able to do i don't think she can like hadouken or anything but uh no she can't that that wasn't there but yeah uh she keeps herself as a pretty normal for the most part but what i i'm gonna remember what happens it's fucking michael weatherly denozo from uh, ncis this is where i saw him first uh, yeah, he was Mike. You know, he wasn't Michael Weatherly. He was, uh, you know what, son of a bitch. I forget his name. I forget the character's goddamn name right now. But it's Michael Weatherly. He's in this, and his role is he is a wealthy, um, you know, family member who is at odds with his actual wealthy members of said family, refuses to uh, accept their money, so he makes his own money or something close to that, I think I'm getting this right, and he's also a vigilante reporter who hacks the airwaves of the TV signals and gives real news to the people that the government does not want you to hear. Right? <laughs> yeah, and this is how this fuck does this, okay? I'll never understand why he chose to do it this way, why they chose to write it this way. Um, so when he hacks this uh, the stream and starts giving his spiel about the news that they don't want you to know, he comes on as eyes only. The program just shows his eyes. And then I think there's also a bar underneath that says eyes only going across the screen. Uh, like, you know, the ticker bar on the, on the news. As if you couldn't tell, it was only the eyes. And yeah, and then he gives his feel, which is also a distorted voice but it shows his real fucking eyes. You would think in a show where they're going to be using science fiction nonsense that you wouldn't want your real fucking anything to be part of a minutes long broadcast that they can just like examine the fuck out of. This is also a situation where they have street cameras everywhere. So, again, science fiction nonsense. I don't know. Why? Why? Using your actual eyes. But I digress. Yeah, so Eyes Only gets in trouble. Uh, is about to get found out. Something like that, I think. She ends up having to save him. And she he, he finds out. Through the... You know those interactions when my dog needs stuff. Here she is. Okay. through those interactions that uh, she's a super soldier, and then the whole partnership between the uh, vigilante reporting Michael Weatherly and Jessica Alba, <laughs> uh, the X Five super soldier comes together. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I had this recurring thing come up with this uh, about eyes only in the broadcast because it comes on all the TVs at once. It just hacks and boom, no matter what the fuck channel it is, Eyes, this is eyes only. And then it has his, you know, yeah, his, his feel. That, uh, but what if, since, since he didn't need the eyes... It's just so ridiculous, I think, that they were there in the first place. What if he had his renegade news uh, feed that he, you know, forced upon the public? The way he does, but it it was, hear me out, it was balls only. Alright? They're just dangling. Nothing else is in the frame. Just some danglers. And then this voice comes on and is like This is Balls Only The news they don't want you to hear And there's a guy at the diner And he was watching something And he's eating right And all of a sudden Balls Only comes on the TV (laughs) he's like God damn it And someone else is yelling across the street like I hate you Balls Only (laughs) They don't even care that they're trying to save him, uh, with news of the corruption. They just want that shit to stop coming on the TV, you know? It's like, I'll turn him in myself. And then someone's looking at it, and he's like, Oh, him? (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe you don't get it. (laughs) Anyway. Oh yeah, I just wanted to tell you about Dark Angel And uh You should really watch this fucking ridiculous show I I actually want to do a part two Yes, OP I, I, oddly enough I'm gonna do a part two on Dark Angel Because I'm not done with this, believe it or not This is almost a 20 minutes fucking Thing here, so Alright That'll do, pig That'll do